Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. Welcome everyone to episode 1.7 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. Today I am actually on vacation while you are listening to this. My husband and I have packed up our life and packed up our trailer and headed north into northern Ontario to go camping and kayaking for a week. So what I thought I would do is revisit an old episode from my previous podcast, because I think the content of that episode is still really relevant to talking about life with cancer. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about rest as a critical piece of our health and healing. And I want to take a look at the questions, how do you define rest? Why do we find it hard to give ourselves permission to rest? What's the relationship between rest and healing? and why and how I use restorative yoga in my own personal practice, in a class that I teach, and as a part of my cancer coaching program. I also want to share that every month I offer a free online workshop. It's over three days, one hour a day, for people who are learning how to live with cancer. And the premise around it is thriving with cancer and learning how to not be your diagnosis, how to believe in yourself, and how to thrive in life with cancer. I would love to have you join me for that. I'm running it again from June the 13th to 15th, and there are other days already scheduled from July to December if June doesn't work for you. You can hop over to my website, www.catherinewhite.coach, and at the very top of the page, you can click on the header and and save your seat in that workshop. I would love to see you there. So just sit back and enjoy this previous episode and learn a little bit about why rest is important for you. So how do you define rest? When we think about rest, we may think about taking a break, sitting down for a minute, pausing from the task we're focused on, etc. But rest is actually very different from pausing. That is not to say that stopping and taking a break is a bad thing. It is actually really important for us to walk away from our desk and stop and do something we enjoy, allow our mind to slow down, or just sit and do nothing. Rest is relaxation. It is a way to counter stress and a way to invite healing into the body. And rest is different than sleep. So in sleep, we find ourselves moving through quiet stages and dream states. And interestingly, the body is still engaged in sleep with muscle twitches and rolling over and awakening and falling back asleep. But what we need is rest. So today I want to talk about two versions of rest. The first is that pausing what you're doing version. And the second is the really resting for healing version. So it's interesting to ask the question, why do we find it so hard to give ourselves permission to rest? Well, let's begin by talking about why, as a society, we aren't so good at the concept of rest. I recently read an article by Joshua Becker on becomingminimalist.com, and in it he gives the following reasons as to why we don't take the time to rest in our society. He says that, 
Rest has become confused with laziness. Do you judge yourself or others when busy isn't happening? He says that money has become very important, more important than family, morals, or rest. So ask yourself, how much money do you really need to be happy? He goes on to say that success is measured by our stuff, not our personal happiness. Friends, Madonna said it, we are living in a material world. He also goes on to say that our world is always on. Electricity, the internet, our phones, 24-hour shopping, the world is truly always on. He also mentions that our minds love a good distraction. We are completely addicted to stimulation and action. He goes on to say that rest is rushed. Think about those 15 minutes of this and 30 minutes of that. Get it done and make it quick. I've got things to do, right? And then he concludes with rest being viewed as physical. But what about the other aspects of ourselves, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual? So in a world where we are so wrapped up with being busy, rest is often neglected. We wear that badge of honor of the term busy and have even made it the standard response to the question, how are you? I'm busy. I don't think busy is a feeling. It's an action, a description, even disclaimer, but it's not a feeling. In episode 30, I talked about reframing how you face adversity. Perhaps you could also consider reframing the response to the question, how are you? To really access your feelings as opposed to letting everyone know that you're busy. And I would challenge you that if busy is your response, then is there a time when you are not busy, when you are pausing and caring for yourself, when you are taking a rest from what you're doing? Taking a pause in your life is very valuable and could be supportive of your mental and physical health. And this pause allows you to invite self-care into your life. You cannot serve yourself or others when your bucket is empty. There comes a point when you have given all you have and there is little or nothing left to give. Here is where we see dis-ease creep in. Overwhelm from decision fatigue, inflammation from having high levels of cortisol due to stress, depression from feeling like you can't do it all. Well, guess what, friends? You can't do it all. Something has to give and it is quite likely that it will be your health. Believe me, I've been there. There is no badge for doing it all and being everything to everyone. Many of us are our own worst enemies as we take on more and more physically and emotionally. But when the bucket is empty, it is too late. Refilling it will take time, self-compassion, and even support. So take the pause in your life, slow down, take a break, listen to your body, and get some rest. Let's talk now about the relationship between rest and healing. I spoke earlier about our busy world and our busy badge of honor and how this can come with a price. Busy can lead to stress and stress can lead to disease. In our overstimulated, deadline-driven, high-flying internal and external expectation society, our sympathetic nervous system is running on overdrive. That means your stress hormones are elevated most, if not all of the time. And when you live in a state of constant elevation, your body will eventually let you know that it is done and it needs a break. Think of things like high blood pressure, inflammatory diseases, cancer, heart disease, obesity, skin disorders, adrenal fatigue, digestive disorders, and so much more. 
your body will let you know when it is done. I've said so many times in the podcast that your body hears everything you tell it. It also feels everything you give or don't give it. So if the pause is one concept of rest, what is the other version I referenced? It's relaxation. This is the deep version of rest. This is where the healing, the inside yourself healing really happens. Not relaxation on a beach or by the pool, that is rest. I'm talking about relaxation that involves truly settling into a place of no effort, no movement, and a calm and quiet brain state. Coming out of the elevated state of fight or flight in the sympathetic nervous system into a state of rest and digest in the parasympathetic nervous system allows the body to begin healing. It needs to be in a place where it doesn't feel like it has to protect you, but instead that you can protect it. You can allow your body to feel safe and begin to invite in healing. This is the type of rest that I teach in restorative yoga. Here you move beyond the pause into completely giving over to stillness of the body and mind. This is where the healing happens. Developed by BKS Iyengar, restorative yoga is designed to utilize props or supports to allow a person to sink deeply into a position or pose. In this practice, blankets are not just used for warmth, but also for creating softness and support. Blocks are placed under knees or shoulders or your hips to carry the weight of your body so you don't have to. Eye pillows are placed not just over the eyes as if you were going to sleep, but also on the side of the head or the back of the neck to bring in gentle pressure to help calm the central nervous system. And there is so much more. The essence is that your body is being supported in a way that allows you to feel safe, nurtured, and relaxed. When you can sink deeply into rest, you can begin to bring healing into the body. So let's talk about ways to bring rest into your life. I completely recognize that you are doing the best you can in a world where rest is difficult to find, as I mentioned above. So what can you do? First of all, pause and breathe. Perhaps escaping from work or home isn't always available to you. What is available to you, though, is your breath. Inviting in a pause where you can sit quietly and just inhale and exhale can be calming. There are a number of breath practices available for different purposes, but you can keep it simple by just inhaling deeply and taking a long, slow exhale. Repeating this several times or even for several minutes can help to calm the mind and the body. Next, try to reframe your idea of rest. Let's look at rest from a different perspective. Perhaps you have standard things you do when you are doing your version of rest, but what about trying something new or different? Perhaps you can start to view rest from a different perspective, seeing it as not just sitting and doing nothing, but as self-care and healing. Next is to not give up if quiet doesn't come right away. I referenced how we value busy and how we are on all the time. It's not likely that you'll be able to just shut off that with the flick of a mental switch. There's a concept called the monkey mind. It's the idea, the very real idea, that our brains want to be problem solving, list building, and creating and more all of the time. Our monkey mind can make it challenging to get into rest and digest. Here you need to be very patient and kind with yourself. 
It's an ongoing practice to learn to tame the mind and to get it into quiet. Lastly, try restorative yoga. People say to me, is that the lying on the floor yoga or is that the sleep yoga? Well, yes and no. Yes, in restorative yoga, you find yourself in poses on the floor. This is because the floor is there to support you and it's a safe and secure space for you to wholly and completely give into relaxation. No, it's not sleep yoga, but you may find yourself so relaxed that sleep does come in and that's okay because if that's what your body needs to heal, then allow it. I have made restorative yoga part of my cancer coaching for a reason, and that's because being in a restorative state of rest allows the mind to slow down and rest, which is something that is not easily done when you are experiencing a stressful life situation, cancer, or any disease for that matter. It allows the body to stop burning energy in survival mode and direct that energy to the cells and organs that need to be healed. It is a practice. Like anything, it takes time to learn, feel comfortable, accept what it is and what it isn't, and embrace what it is. And as a coach and a teacher, it is a beautiful gift to be able to offer for healing and rest. There are so many strategies and tools around learning how to live with cancer. And as a cancer support coach, I feel like it's really important that people understand that you don't have to move through cancer by yourself. You don't have to try to find all of the tools by yourself. And that's why I offer a six-month cancer support coaching program for people who are looking to take care of their health in conjunction with their conventional medical treatments and to get the support from someone who gets it. So if you or someone you know could benefit from cancer support coaching, I'd love to invite you to get on a call with me. You can find the link for that on my website, www.katherinewhite.coach. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart, and thrive in all you do.